everybody. What up, my people? We back. Got a, another episode. It's actually going to be the kickoff to season three. Got a special guest here in town. I didn't even know he's here, but, you know, it's throwback. Just one of the, the great boys. Probably for sure being one of my wedding one day. It's my boy, Ty Sosa. What's up, bro? Glad to have you here, bro. Nah, it's good to be here, man. Finally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's been, <coughs> been trying to get it on. I'm glad we could do it on this term because I feel like I'm, like, fully together, you know what I mean? And just, you know, could bring you on and show you what I'm working towards, you know, because, I mean, that's I wasn't really on nothing like that when you were starting the, you know, the with your shit all back then. And so that was really motivation to, you know, entrepreneur. And when you were, like, starting to sell that shit on YouTube and stuff, and that was, like, really creative. And I was like, damn, we've always kind of, like, you know, we all always been around that circle that, you know, if we had a camera, like, when we were at Chuck's house and stuff and the boys just being the boys, like, you know, I, I feel like we were like the the nope before the nope, but you can't compare. You can <laughs> only like you can only do shit like different. So I just you know I just buy into that now because you know we're 24 or whatever, and you know just moving up and the shit you love, you just love it and just buy into it, man. So yeah, I for sure, you, you got a lot better idea of what you're wanting to do now too, bro. Because if we would have been doing stuff when we were younger. I mean, I don't know. I don't think a lot of people would have been ready to see some of that. Right, yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. They were like, damn, what the hell are they doing? Especially, like, living the athlete life and shit. But oh, yeah, especially then. We was all still playing sports and shit, so it just would have been – people in our town would have been tripping. Dude, but being 24, man, it's just – it's crazy to think that, dude, how much, like, we were grinding as, like, 10-year-olds just to hoop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, dude, basketball was a big part of my life. Talking that much. Uh, Basketball was a big part of my life for sure, all the way up until like my junior year of high school. That's pretty much what everything revolved around was was basketball or getting ready for basketball season or staying in shape for basketball or even just for fun, just going to the church and hooping and all that. It's like, you know, there ain't much to do in our area. Right. So like growing up, I don't know, I always loved it, like, le- like gravitated towards basketball more than any other sport. And it was, it was just competitive. So like, you know, when I, how Central gathered me from Farmington and then we came, I came from Farmington, and the, it was the it was the North County, uh, you know, the North County. We had the rival, you know, like we all just wanted to beat each other, and you know, eight, after eighth grade, getting to high school, man, like that shit got old, yeah, it's tiring, you know, like you start, you start thinking of different shit, yeah, and just people just expect a lot out of you to already be that, and they don't ask the questions of what do you want to do as, besides the sports, you know, that's all we had to think of. Yeah, I, well, one thing is I started having different interests when I was probably in 7th and 8th grade. Like, I started getting really into music, and I was really starting to get into fashion a lot more then. And, like, you, I never really thought about what I would do if I didn't play basketball until it happened, until I got kicked off the team and wasn't right. able to play no more. And that's when I started really going hard with the clothing brand because that was more so, like, what – like, I felt like that's what people knew me for anyway was clothing and shit like that. And that was my interest, so I was going to dive into that as something else to be into. Because, like I said, I dedicated so much time to basketball and just practicing that pretty much year-round or just whatever sport I was playing at the time. Like, you know. And was your dad, like, how would your dad accept that when you start doing different shit? My dad was happy that I was getting into something more positive as far as, like, clothing. You know, like, mm-hmm. he liked, he was an entrepreneur, too. So, he was and I'd been entrepreneur like an entrepreneur since I was young. I always wanted had some kind of little side business, whether it was mowing or some shit like that. So it was good to I think like it was good and it was cool that it was an online business. You know what I'm saying? It's kinda early on to get an online business and start making a website and it kinda opened my ideas like as far as to how I could make money online. Yeah. Yeah. And 
you really didn't have to spend too much time in college because you had the, the heads up on it. Yeah, I felt like uh, – well, I went to college for graphic design because I just wanted to learn graphic design. I never really wanted to be a graphic designer. You know, I never mm -hmm. wanted to get a gig as a graphic designer. So once I learned what I needed to learn as far as how to use Illustrator, how to use Photoshop, how to use InDesign, I pretty much just stopped going – like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the classes I started having were more like, like drawing and – art you know what i'm saying like stuff like that i did like math and the way i work bro on the clothing brand is me and eli eli gozman and eli is an artist to the purest form so oh, like sure. so he draws flawlessly so like the way it is is me and him work so well together because he we can translate what we want done to each other better than anybody i've ever been able to do it with you know what i'm saying the only other person i would say i had as fluid of a relationship as work-wise on clothes was my homie Tariq. And that's why, like, you know, that's why we were such good friends, too, because we got oil on the together, and yeah. that just grew easy to work. Bro. Exactly. And when you, like, so whenever I have an idea that I feel like I can't draw, I'll tell Eli, and I can trust that even if he don't interpret exactly what I'm saying, he's going to pull out some other crazy creative shit that is what needed to be done to it anyway. Right. And so we're able to push each other artistically. It's you know? crazy. I was, my, uh, my dude, Corbin, he does, like, the jewels over there and the art and stuff, and He'll hand me something, and he, he'll tell me to look at it, and I'll, like, pull something else out of it, like, what I see. And he'll be like, hmm, it's actually something different, but he sees that, you know, so he'll attack it a different way. And art's cool like that, man. Like, everything, everybody don't work the same or see stuff the same way. So, like, if you just attack it different ways, it comes, it kind of meshes together in a beautiful way. So that is cool that you can be like, hey, man, I'm going to hand this to you and trust that. Yeah. You know I mean, because people get on the team and, you know, Sometimes I, I feel like just lose control in different timing and stuff, and, you know, they just don't, you know. That's ne that's one thing that me and him don't have a problem with because if we do, if, if one of us starts lacking, we, we'll, we're on each other's right. ass. Like, we, we make sure that we're tapping in all the time, tapping in with new designs, tapping in with what's the plan as far as what we want to do business-wise. And even if we haven't implemented those plans all the way, we have what we want to do ready for whenever we have the monetary, you know, you got, the you shit. Have you had any recent drops? You got a winter drop coming up or what? We just dropped some shit on October 3rd, I believe. Bro, yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, we have a full collection out right now. It's uh, six pieces. So we got a hoodie and five T-shirts and uh, just sold out of the last beanies that I had. We got a bunch new designs. Right there? Uh, we're sold out of these. These are from season one, but we had some other bullet-like beanies that came out. We sold out of them. But right now we got five T's up and a hoodie, and they're all hitters for sure. They're some of my favorite designs that we've done. And all the designs we got coming forward are way more put together. It's it shows the growth that we've had in the brand for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, what is what goes into the process of? Um, I'm not really. I'm not trying to see how much you, like get what money you're making and stuff. But how do you know like you're investing in like the Carhartt hat? Yeah. Like, how do you know like that's a good investment and you're not losing money and Carhartt's not going to come back and fuck you up carhartt can't do nothing about it because it's a custom so that's the number one thing that is a custom yeah so i did like i had somebody embroider these bullet holes i made a file but you still got carhartt brand on there the carhartt i bought a carhartt blank so i bought all these from carhartt i didn't just sew a patch so on from here. there from you buying it it's done deal it's just customizing it after gotcha. that so i'll never have a problem with carhartt unless i get so big that i'm like i don't know there have to be I ain't they even, might even I'm not even before then or something. Yeah, I'm not even worried about that really as well, far as I just no, I just think it should like uh, that too because like Nelk and them too, they'll take like Nike and Gatorade and shit and like even like their videos and stuff, they'll be doing like di like this 
the movie motions and yeah. put your name on it and stuff. I just don't know how people don't get copyrighted. So the number one thing you got to do is it like I don't know about with like that kind of stuff, but with physical products, if you have uh like if you're gonna make a variant of a product, it has to be more than fifty percent different. So like you could like you couldn't just flip the Nike swoosh around and then that be your shoe. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you took like for example what Vans did with the old school and then what Revenge Storm did. Right. Revenge Storm couldn't get sued because they changed more than 50% of the shoe. Right. So that's a perfect example of how you wouldn't get fucked up. Okay. Okay. But more so, like, our, we, we, we're we trying to make more stuff now where we're actually getting it made, like, by people producing it. Like, right. rather than just printing on products that we get blanks. Right. So we're having a lot more stuff made now as far as, like, we have shorts on the way. Keep going. We have shorts on the way. We got pants. We got designs for denim jackets. We got some pants that Eli are literally sewing together, some patchwork pants. So we got a lot more, like, like cohesive designs coming out. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. Um, dude, just keep doing that shit, bro. Like, the first – a lot of people a lot of people still wear your shirt, bro, that, that first drop. Yeah. And do you, what, what inspires, like, you to just keep going? Uh, the w- number one thing that inspires me to keep going is, uh, first of all, my homie Eli is always, you know what I'm saying? He, he The shit he creates and shows me keeps me inspired to, like, like man, like, sometimes he blows my mind with the stuff he makes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that keeps me wanting to go because he's on my ass, and I see what he wants to do with it. And, like, I, I the one thing, another thing is, is the homie Tariq that I used to work with out in San Diego and L.A. when I lived out there, he had a brand called All Hell. And I watched him take that shit from being – uh, entry project to get into fashion school to us kicking it with rappers and him styling Tankhead and Thousand Band Fawny, Uno the Activist, Dang. people like that. And like from me being from a small town to go into that, that it awesome. really opened my mind to like different shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Having Fawny hit you in the DMs and be like, we need more of that all hell. Like, whenever that's like, I didn't make all his shit, but I would help him put well, shit together yeah, sometime. Sure. You know what you I'm saying? Yeah, like, he was the total creator of all the stuff. I would just help him with any little stuff he needed done at the time. And I wasn't fully dedicated when he was doing that shit. I wasn't making none of my own designs. The only design I made back then that I ended up making was this bullet hole beanie. And I was just doing all little shit for him. And that, like, now he, he's gone. He passed away. Oh, and, yeah. like, he already... I remember, yeah, yeah, he, I remember y'all booming them shit. That it, was, like... Cardi vibes, bro. Like what y'all was coming out with. Yeah, bro. He was on some next level shit, and what we was doing was some like people were recognizing it too, it's bro. The trend now. That yeah, bro. He was ahead of like totally ahead of the wave for sure. On a like it's it's a lot to explain. That's a whole whole different story. But like him in the way like just being around that and being a part of that, going to New York and having a pop up shop in Soho across the street from the Museum of Modern Arts, Damn. and being downtown ASAP Ills, people like that hitting him up That's about big. the brand, like that shit was dope to me, bro. That's like the people that put me onto fashion whenever I was a kid was right. like those New York people, like ASAP Mob, like that kind of shit is what really got me into fashion. So the and then like job. going all the way from that to seeing Tariq interacting with these people, me being around those people because of him, you know what I'm saying. Like, that really opened my eyes to it. And he was always telling me, bro, your shit's hard. Like, you need to make more. You need to do this. And then, like, and then, you know, he he isn't here to tell me that no more. So I just got to do it. Right. And so I don't. I don't told you that, too, bro. Like, the, the Metro drops, like, one of the simplest but hardest, like, drops, you know, like, Metro. Like, and just imagine, like, we just, and I'm glad you got out of here to experience that shit. But, you know, 
and we still got to keep going. But if we just get to the right hands, you know, you got that opportunity. You know, oh, yeah. You just got to believe in your work, you know, just consistency is everything, bro. Bro, and it's like little shit, like people from here wearing my stuff. People I got that went away to the army and like hit me up wearing their shit, like wearing my shit still while they're out at base and shit like that. Fucking, I sent one of these beanies to one of my best friends out in San Diego, Jonathan, and Tato from fucking Glow Gang told him that shit was hard. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just like knowing little shit like that. That's like, that's the kind of shit that keeps me going. And like, there was like just little opportunities that happened in my life. Like I did some graphic design work for Bloody Osiris, which is a pretty big model in the fashion game, like early on before he had blown up. So just like, I, like I always know that if you can get your foot in the door and talk to anybody, like, you know what I'm saying? As long as you're coming off genuine and they fuck with your stuff, they're going to like, you can get your foot in the door with anybody. Um, I asked a lot of the guys this, uh, what, how do, what got you off, like, who, who or, like, what brand got you off of, like, just wearing Nike and shit all the time, like, just to get off, like, the athletic wave, you know? Because that's, uh, we're used to just waking up and putting, like, the, the black for sure. shirts on and shit, but you gotta get out different, you know? First time I started wearing all different kind of shit, bro, would be, like, when I found Karma Loop and Plunder back in the day. So, it'd be, like, Cushion Orange Juice era, Wiz uh -huh. Khalifa, bro. Yeah. Camo shorts, Diamond Supply, Mishka, shit like that. The old old brands that you'd find on Karma Loop, bro. Camo short, white tee, and some fucking chucks. Yeah, bro, except I was getting all graphic tees. I, I was getting into, like, Diamond Supply, Stussy, fucking The Hundreds. Mm -hmm. Those were brands that I was really Ed fucking Hardy. with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that w I was fucking with Ed Hardy when I was real young. Yeah. Like, when that first, like, my mom used to put me in that shit for some reason. My uncle did, too. He used to yeah. have hard Ed Hardy hats. I'm like, damn, all I need is that. He's like, here you go. Yeah, Ed Hardy was rocking the jeans. Um, true religion. That's, yeah, I, that's what I really just started seeing. You know, that's all I really started seeing, and um, just it was just man. I just about seventeen, eighteen. I'm just like I'm just tired of wearing Nike and shit all the time. You know, and shopping for that. Yeah. Know, so, uh, what store? What stores do you kind of shop at now? That you know, I do a lot of H &M? thrifting. I do no, nah, I don't shop at H and M really, bro. Uh, I do a lot of thrifting, so I get a lot of vintage tees now. I obviously I wear my own shit. Uh, I still, I fuck with Noah. That's a brand out in New York that I really like. I like Eric Emanuel. He's another designer out in New York that I really like. Are the, uh, so, so is it true, like, vintage tees can really be up to, like, 200 bucks? Oh, yeah, bro, I've, I've bought tees at Goodwill that I've sold for $200. It's worth that. Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. Is Why? Is that old? Well, dude, you just gotta think, like, if, like, these tees ain't around, and if they're in good condition, then they're, like, band tees. Like, I sold a Limp biscuit button-up for $200 before that I got from Goodwill for three. Damn. Or, like, I know, like, I, I've seen people pick it's up. It's just worth that. Yeah, it's just worth it, bro, because it's old artist merch. Like, it's the same thing as having, like, a 90s Jordan jersey. Yeah. Like, it, a 90s piece of merch from something that somebody really fucked with. And then, like, vintage tees are. They're not going to remake it. They're not going to remake it. And it's, like, they're. They're designs that like people wouldn't make today. Like some just of the original, yeah. Some of the shit you see, it's just ain't stuff that don't happen anymore. It's just it's, they mass produce things so much today that you don't see some of the designs like they did back in the day. And I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna have Martin and uh, Austin on the pod too sometimes. And I just yeah, I'm just I just respect respect that grind, bro. It's just different to for sure, bro. Austin goes ten times harder than me, and I know that. Yeah, I know Austin goes. He goes crazy hard. He be going to the Google outlet doing all that shit. So and I he's the one that did uh, the photo editing for my last drop. I had him edit my photos because really? he's ill with the shits. Yeah. Yep. So the shit he's doing is dope, bro. He's he's got some stuff worth some money too, man. Yeah, he's coming on the pod. Yeah. Soon, so yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I just respect that shit, bro. Because 
you really gotta, you know what I mean? If you don't get it, someone else could have it. You know, and it's just like. It's and just, another thing is, you gotta be knowledgeable upon what you're looking for. That dude's got old hats on old hats. Yeah, I, I bought a John Deere racing or a John Deere Motorsports hat from him just a, not that long ago. One of the hardest hats I own. <laughs> yeah, bro. Them blunts hitting. Hitting. You got anything you want to talk about? I'm just recouping right here. Because I didn't write shit. This is my boy. We just sit here and talk for hours, though. Yeah, no, that's a fact. I mean, shit. Only thing I want to talk about is uh, if you haven't checked out the website yet, you got to go check yeah, out the I'll website. Just, yeah, for it's sure. mixedemotions.shop. That's where all our products are going to be always. We got checkout through PayPal. So anybody can check out with any that's card you, you got. Yep. Direct. Yeah. So... Whenever you go to my website, everything's secure, everything's safe, everything's gonna come to you in a timely manner. Cause I ain't about that bullshit right. of making people wait. Right. So if you got any questions ever about shit I got too, you can hit me up and ask me whatever. That's that's another and thing. I'm always I'm up. always down to talk about what I got going on with the brand. For sure. And that's what's up, man. Like big interaction with shit. Sus has always been that and pushing on the pushing on the brand. So follow my boy. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, no problem. And, um, When's the, are you going to do like, did you just do a hoodie drop in October? Is there hoodies and shit? Yeah, we got one hoodie out right now, but we got designs for a couple more. So we got more stuff coming out before the ends, the year's out. I need a winter drop, though. Yeah, so we got plenty of shit coming out for the winter. That's what's up. Man. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, I was just going to ask him. Oh, so music, you probably, I don't know. What do you think about Donda? Donda? I really dig Donda, bro. I think it's a, it's a dope step after Jesus is King, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I didn't listen to that. I, I honestly didn't listen to that. Uh, it was really artistic. It was real gospel driven. You know, it it wasn't my. It made like, Donda make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's just like that was like Kanye's turning point from like his break to going into his new path of life that he's going with as far as his Christian walk or whatever he's on. What do you think about uh, the Drake album? Drake's album, I like it. It's a good album. I mean, ain't my favorite music to listen to, but I like TSU a lot. You know, into deeps hard. I like that whole little stretch right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like three song stretch. For yeah. Sure. Um, I forget that third song, bro. What's that third song? It's right. At, uh, I don't even know. I don't know, bro. I forget. It's hard though. Yeah. He's got some catchy ones on there, but uh, what does, how does, what does Drake provide provide for you that Kanye can't, and vice versa? Oh man, I think Drake. Uh, he is more of a pop star than Kanye, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think Drake is always gonna be a mega star, and he's always gonna make a cohesive album that sounds good. But and I the features every and time. yeah, but I think Kanye is always gonna make some shit that steps outside the boundaries of what is normal, and he's gonna be more creative. And the way he makes music, I think, is more interesting than how Drake makes music. Yeah, because Kanye is a producer from the beginning. He's doing it from scratch. So Kanye makes music from scratch, like makes the beat from scratch, mixes it, and and raps the verse. That's hard, and man. works along with Mike Dean while he's mixing it. So he's got the best engineer in the game and him, the best producer, making some of the best albums, Graduation, like shit you like think that. that's what makes Kanye Kanye because he's just doing so much within his own music and it's just probably just he, driving it. I wouldn't say Sandy, but he just wants to make good music. Yeah, he he just, he, he has, he, he has a sound he's looking to make. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows what he wants it to sound like 
And it's just a matter, again, everybody else on the same page for that song to sound like what he wants it to sound like. That's how I feel shit is. You think it took some, like, some, 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 some paths or some, a DMT trip to really hear that and bring it like, damn, I saw that through. I got to get the I mean, what I think really shifted, bro. he could have, he, I, I, that could have been a thing, but he, I mean, he also went through a lot, a near death experience, which is similar to a DMT experience. Nah, bro. He got into that car crash and oh, that is, yeah. he made yeah. through the wire with a, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so th- what near death experiences are damn near the same thing as a DMT trip. Right. You got that same chemical releases whenever you're about to die. Mm-hmm. It's it. So he, who knows? You know what I'm saying? There's th- People can have things that happen to them in life that have them make that, ex- you know what I'm saying? Cause I, so I, I I don't know what to think about Kanye. I don't know if he's on them drugs. I know he was on the pain pills and liquor heavy for a long time. <laughs> well, I would, just, I would just ask because, like, Kanye's been putting that soul in his music before Kim. Oh, yeah. Kim. Like, people don't. No, since yeah. the jumps. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, Kim, no. Kanye's been spitting ill and real and feel since oh, yeah. forever. Good morning. You know what I mean? That's when yeah. I was like, damn, what is this dude saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I respect Kanye. That's just I'm just humble for Kanye, and I would just never disrespect Drake. And I just like I just feel like we can respect two great artists in this era. Oh yeah, there's no way I don't ever I I don't like comparing Drake to Kanye because I don't think that they're they're very comparable artists. I think Kanye, like I said, bro, he's gonna make an album that steps outside the boundaries of what's normal, and it Drake's gonna make some shit for the radio that's gonna bring in bands. And Kanye's gonna make his bands because he's a businessman. What uh that's a, I agree with that totally. So Sos was in fucking San Diego. Now he's in Oklahoma. And he's lived in Missouri. So what's the big change between the three? Like big Oh difference? my god. Shit. Come California, bro, there's all kinds of shit to do. Uh almost too much to do. You can get lost in the sauce out there if you ain't careful. So I mean California like broke or like yeah, bro, going broke, just fucking around, bro. It's yeah. it's easy to do because your bills, like, like when I left, I was paying twenty two hundred for rent every month, plus Damn. a plus a car payment. But did your job help that out? I mean, I was yeah, I was making twenty bucks an hour, so I was doing plus commission, so I was doing pretty good out there. That's but crazy. still, bro, like yeah, but yeah, I had to get my money how I got it too. But so is that lifestyle just get old out there? Uh, does it get old? I mean, shit, bro. I loved every, like, there was times I was stressed just because, like, my mom got cancer while I was living out that there. Was big, yeah. That fucked me up. Uh, so I, and, but there was, there was times, bro, where I was off the shits out there and I would be low as fuck on money because I was irresponsible with my money. And that is when shit would be stressful. But there was periods of time where I did good by myself and did what I needed to do. And them times weren't as stressful. So it's really about what you do. You know what I'm saying? I was young. I moved out there when I was 18 years old. So 18 year olds make a lot of mistakes. And whenever you're making mistakes with nobody to fucking tell you, Hey, you need to do this. Hey, you got to do that. You know what I'm saying? But I'll give it. I never was dude, one. We I didn't. Dude, I, grew up fast, bro. I did every, fast. I did everything. I, I, I felt like I, I wasn't as lost going out there, bro. And that's another thing that like helped me is like the people I met out there, like they, they, I didn't, I didn't really act like other people from out of state out there. I, I didn't like try to act like I was from California. Right. I didn't try doing all this extra shit. I didn't act like a fucking a tour on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, it's crazy because I go on vacation and people like people will think I'm there just because I'm just vibing, doing me and like just catch a vibe. And now nah, I'm just like blessed to be outside of here in Missouri. Yeah. You know what I mean, because that's what I've always wanted. But yeah, man, I think it was just like I knew Tariq and all them. Like I like I'd known them, 
before I moved out to California. Oh, for real? Yeah. Through Eli, Eli and Jordan and Jonah and then moved out there and met Tariq and them before I moved out there. And obviously I was best friends with all them at the time. And we all talked about it. So I, I like had somebody I knew to link up with as soon as we went out there because right. I moved out there with Jonah. So you, you weren't moving out there lost, bro? No, I wasn't. I wasn't moving out there lost, but you know. You were you were doing good out there, bro. That was a good experience. And I, I think everyone should have that experience to get out and evolve and I feel like that's where I'm at in my life. Oh yeah, but I mean, I think I think the way everything worked out, I came back at the right time because I think you know I was going downhill, you know, being out there, and then you know, I think it was time that I I think just being home, things could have went a lot worse. Like I just don't like if I would have been out there when Tariq passed away, I would have been living in the same house as him, and like I just don't know how my like how I would have reacted to that, bro, and that. That's one thing that really weighs on me sometimes. Yeah, I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I still think about bro all the time. You just got to, you know what I mean? You just got to be thankful for that encounter with him. Oh, had, yeah. And not dwell, you know. And, That's exactly yeah. what I say is like for me now, it's impossible to think about the bad times out there because even the shitty times is great memories whenever you don't have them around them. You still talk to Jug and them? Oh, yeah. Me and Jug play Jug's Xbox. Music is fucking hard. Yeah, is Jug goes. Rapping? Yeah. Jug's still rapping. Is he on Apple now? No. I mean, he does have some shit on Apple Music. Yeah. He has a mixtape on there, and he's always had shit on Apple What's Music. What's his plan? Maybe he, I can get a pod with him on like over Zoom or something. Yeah, you could probably do that. That'd be cool. Yeah, you could probably hit up Jug. Yeah, I mean he's he just he's been working too. He's got a job and working too, so he's been doing his thing as Yo, far as Jug on SoundCloud. Tough. Yeah, bro. Like oh, like what was that? Twenty eighteen. He's been going hard since twenty sixteen, yeah. bro. Fucking gas music. That's still on my fucking SoundCloud. Shuffle. The people he been making music with are yeah he he got some slap he got a song with K Supreme from 2016 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I remember that one yeah Ride, my favorite song yeah bro I like Red that's one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. or Bowling mm-hmm. um you, Ty, you got Xbox don't you I got Xbox well you slap on COD I don't play COD on Xbox I play COD on PC is it dude Chuck does that too I play on PC bro I got a decked out PC so is it just Oh yeah, bro! You playing at a like up button shooter? Your frame rate is way better on a PC. Like that TV right there is like 60, 60 frames a minute or sixty frames a second. This one? Yeah, on a computer you getting like a hundred and forty four. So it's just too much TV. No, it's just not a fast enough refresh rate. Hmm. Like how fast the image refreshes on a computer? Like moving left to right? Or just like the image as far as like. Like, okay, if somebody's on a PC and you're on a on an Xbox, they're going to be able to shoot you before you can shoot them because y- their computer is refreshing twice as fast as yours is. So you're coming up like reading it, the, your button. That's why it feels like you're shooting and they and you get killed sometimes. Damn. Like you know what I'm saying when you're like I got that motherfucker and you shot three bullets off, it's because <laughs> it's cuz you they registered on on like you registered on their screen before you even saw them. No, I don't play on Twitch. I just play on Discord. I just stream to the homies. I don't stream on Twitch. Dude, people beg me to Twitch Madden all the time. Bro, do it. I mean, if I had some homies to do Twitch with, I would do it. I do just it. Don't. buy the picture in picture. I would do it with you. Yeah. Yeah, and then we can game share. I would do it. Yeah, I got game. We can game share. Me and Tiger can get a Switch. Let me fucking do that. Yeah, I'm down. I suck at Madden though. Nah, I mean, I'm trying to get off that shit, bro. But I just, bro, do they still do the flying jetpacks in COD? No, I don't know. I ain't, I've been playing Warzone on Call of Duty. I, yeah, I don't do that shit gay, bro. Nah, bro. If you got a squad that's ill, it's all right. So is it still cross-platform? Yeah. Okay, okay. Dude, but that's the thing about PC is there's so many better games out there for PC. 
Like a computer? Yeah. Like you play on this? No. You need like a powerful <laughs> PC. <laughs> like, like monitor? You got to spend like 1500 Zach got that fire PC. Yeah, like Zach helped me put mine together. Like, yeah. Like he told me some parts and shit to buy. So you got a fire one? Yeah, I got a fire PC. Damn, bro. That's tough. Yeah. I might have to get into that. I might have to get into that. I was about to ask you something. Damn, I fucking forgot. Oh, movies you've been watching lately. What have you been watching? Did you watch the Squid Game? Yeah, I watched Squid Game. Dude, gas. Yeah, Squid Game went hard, bro. I thought it was crazy. Uh, what was your favorite episode? Mine was the one with the marbles. I like the one where they were cutting the shit out of the little cookie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the homie just fucking did not tell the other homie, hey, bro, don't go with the shitty shape. <laughs> <laughs> he just did his bro dirty. Yeah, but the marble one, too, bro, like with the... The two dude, the two dudes, and he was acting like. Oh yeah, he's fucked up. He's fucked up. It just makes you think, like, bro, like, makes and you think, like, real life, like, maybe how people would do. Dude, this, the end know? of it blew my mind. Oh yeah. Like, bro, like, the fuck. It's fucked up, bro. Yeah. It's fucked up, and I just think it's a humbling series because, like, I, I feel like I've had real life events that make you think back to that. You know, like we were talking in the gas station earlier, like just situations and you know self karma, and I wouldn't even say that, but it just you know life. Life just happens weirdly, you know. And it just makes you think about shit. Squid Game is good, bro. Oh yeah, bro. It makes bro. you think about some shit. There's, there, <laughs> it makes you. It may. There's been times where there's been things I didn't know if I was getting out of, bro. Mm-hmm. And and I couldn't imagine do it like. And I guess at the end of the day, most of those situation was over some money too. Yeah. So, and a lot less money than what they were what doing they were it doing, for. Yeah, some petty money. Too. Yeah. So shit. So it's like, is it really worth it? Yeah, dude, they, I mean, I don't think any of it's worth it. I live a lot safer lifestyle than I used to live. Just, yeah, just watching Squid Game, I was like, man, I just gotta do do more people right and myself right, you know? And like That show, yeah, and it make you realize, like, like you just don't want to get in debt. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you in debt, you'll do some crazy shit for some money, and that's that's another fact, bro. Whenever you low on money, people will wild out for some change. People just don't respect you, you know? Yeah. And you just don't feel good about yourself. I was like, that's what, like, the pod, like, even my pod, bro, like, when I first started, I was living in other people's house to where, like, if I had someone over, I really wasn't hosting a pod because it's not my house and stuff, so I was like, damn, I really got to get up to really feel what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, and then I got my apartment and stuff, and I'm like, damn, okay, now I can buy into the pod and stuff, and I just feel good, you know, just, once you, just being up and evolving, like, self-correction and stuff is good, you know? And oh, Yeah. You gotta you gotta reflect on your actions all the time, man. That's one thing I didn't used to do. You look good. I can say that you look good, man. Like from a from like a year ago. A lot of people I talk to, like, and they see you, they say the same thing. So like, just keep doing you. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, bro. I don't gain hella weight. Hella weight. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? What have you been doing? What do I do? I just I didn't do nothing. Well, fuck. I was on some medicine that made me gain hella weight. Is what happened for real. Really? Yeah. So I I got off that medicine though, and I'm already losing weight because I did. I was at like almost 220, bro. Come on. But that was from 130 at November of you last year. Fish, you you went fishing and stuff. Yeah. You just keep the mind free. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, it's I, it's a lot about just staying active. Like, you know, finding new things to be into, finding new interests. Uh, I work with my dad. He has a baseball business that uh, he, he does consulting for professional pitchers. So I got a lot of work that I do in that business, too, and that keeps me busy. What do you do within that? Like, figure I, that out. So I would come up with sales, like, schemes. So basically, we have funnels, which is, like, different ways that people find your product. So I, I help come up with our sales funnels. I help make our website, run the social medias, graphic design, 
any basically anything that's got to do with like the emails, like our email campaigns, keeping up with people that's like on our sub, like subscribing to our stuff, YouTube, video editing, podcast editing. I do pretty much everything that's online for the business. That's what's up. And speaking on that and just working for your dad, as like as the world today, like do you think the the world is becoming like more work for yourself like country? Uh I think it depends what you want to do. I think uh, that there's more opportunity now to do what you want to do than ever before. But also, you got to, like, there's a lot of people that don't want to take the risk as far as what doing things on your own come with. Is You know, if you got your own business, you don't have a 401k, you don't have insurance, you don't have all those safety nets that people that work for a corporation have. Right. So it's a big step to take on your own to be like, I'm going to make my own money indefinitely. And that's a big step to take. Trusted. Yeah. So I think the important thing is if you're doing something like what I'm doing or, you know, what my dad does. There, or what I'm doing, my you, detailing. Exactly. You you got to be gaining a skill while you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? You, you got you to gotta be gaining some type of knowledge or something that you could apply to something else if need be. Love. Yeah. So that's why I think just like just so keep, keep dad, evolving. Helping your dad. Yeah. Dude, I had a pod about that the other day. Just like I never knew I saying. never knew anything about editing audio or doing podcast stuff or editing video or any of that before I started with my dad, you know, I only knew about graphic design. I've learned, I've learned web design, basically how to create websites and shit like that in, in the meantime. So there's been a lot of things I've had to learn, but now I can apply them. And the number one thing I'm going to be doing going forward is probably running a lot of ads and just keeping up with our leads. Like that's going to be a lot of the work that I'm going to do. video ads or like the uh, video ads on like Facebook, running ads on people's podcasts, keeping our podcast promoted, just keeping up with the people that are like neat setting up strategy calls to see if they need the consulting my dad offers that's that kind up. of stuff so i've been trying to find uh that's what i'm trying to get into uh just find like little sponsors and stuff to the little 30 second ads or whatever you know yeah because that, that stuff sells bro it sells that's how people get started i think and getting engagements yeah especially if you know who your target market is bro like if you know who you're trying to reach and you can find a podcast where those people are already listening that's an easy way to get in with them would you say that tiktok do I need to get on TikTok? I think TikTok is important, bro. I just am not good at it. Like, Me neither. I, I feel do it. It, I don't want to be. I don't want to put the time into that. But it's important, bro. It's one thing I've talked about with Eli for a while is that we need to do TikTok. And I, I, I think as far as like since you do a video podcast and stuff like that, there's a lot of cool content you can make with it. You know, like 15 second clips and stuff. And like worse come worse, there's got to be somebody out there. You could pay 50 bucks a week to make some dope shit for you. If, and I think it's return on investment on TikTok. You can get a lot of engagement. I've known some people to get a lot of engagement. They say the comments are worth, worth it. No, you're good. He's good. Just spoken. <laughs> no, but yeah, Nick told me that today. I need to get on TikTok. Said like the little views and comments, like 15, like that shit adds up. The reels on Instagram. Dude, listen to this. You'll, you're gonna get wild at this story. I'm at little baby. I'm a little baby in the, the lawn. The little baby and little dirt came from the down or whatever. Yeah. So I went with my boy Devin down the hall and Martin, you know that sells the teas. Yeah. And I never really kicked it with them. So you know, how we, you know, how I, you know, how I kick it at the concert. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. We, I'm, I'm, I'm there, nigga. Yeah. Taking, taking a half zip or whatever in there. Yeah. So I walk in the concert. I, I don't know why I ever did this, you know. I put the blunts in the hat. I don't know why I just didn't put them in the stock or something. It's not like they're really patent. 
And I took my hat off and put it in the thing. And the dude, the, he's a cool, he's cool. He was like, hey, you can't take that bag in. So I was like, all right, bet. I thought he was just saying that because it was his job. And I put it in my pocket, tried walking in. Yeah. He's like, hey, you can't take that in, bro. He's just like, kind of like, try again. Yeah. So I had to get the keys. Did the whole U-turn, you know, pants it. Went in. You know, little dirt came out of my thirst. Ooh. I'm, I'm lit. <laughs> Hell up. did that, uh, when we shoot, that shit went off, bro. Yeah. So. I'm I'm out of breath. I, I chained like four blunts, no water. Oh shit! In like twenty minutes. Yeah, so. I know how the concerts <laughs> get, bro. It get heavy in the pits, bro. Come on. So look, I'm coming back from the water, and you know that wall, and then the bleach, like you got the bleachers right there. Yeah. I see some youngins hopping. I'm like, man, I don't know what told me. It's just, something just told me to live. I was like, man, fuck it, we're hopping this going up there. <laughs> so I hopped it. We sitting, the, we're sitting in the back. I'm like, bro, we gotta move closer because everyone else is moving closer. Moved all the way up. I'm in, like, the VIP section now. <laughs> they got, like, the, the, the sections and shit. And I was just like, I'm going to start promoting my podcast. So I'm walking around and telling people, hey, follow my podcast. Yeah. This little baby's about to come out. And then I start talking to this dude, and he's a marketer. Shout out my dude, Micah. He follows the pod now. Yeah. And um, we just start chopping, bro. And he brought me in. He was like, just being me and just talking. He was like, you know, he, w- he didn't trust me at first because I was black. Yeah. But just being me and talking, he was like, you know what? I actually got an extra VIP ticket. Someone didn't come, and he let me. He let me come in, and we slid in and just had a good time. My little baby was rapping, and it was just he was just because he's a marketer. Yeah, he was like, bro, you got to get TikTok. Yeah, no, for and sure, he bro. Like, he, I was like, it's, Damn. it's 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 essential, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm late as fuck on it. I, you know who was who. Ellie has been on TikTok for a minute, bro. bro. That's who, yeah. She's the one that got me on TikTok because she was always on TikTok. And the first video I posted on TikTok, I didn't do no kind of promotion. They got 500 views. Just me screen printing a t-shirt with some Playboy Cardi playing in the background. Damn. So that's just, fu- music's a big that's just 500 people that just saw that shit for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's people that get millions of views just organically, bro. It's like, it. TikTok's the only place where you can get in front of people's eyes, new people's eyes, that easy. I feel that, man. I feel that. <laughs> What's some podcast you listen to? Uh, I like, so I don't really listen to a ton of podcasts. I like No Jumper. That's obviously probably my I favorite. Heard, I haven't heard it. I haven't, like, tuned into that in a long, t- long time. Yeah, dude, that's probably my favorite podcast. Is he uh, still going hard? Yeah, I mean, he goes hard. With, he he like last year, he in, he interviews the kind of rappers I like, bro. Because I like a lot of Michigan rap. I like a lot of Flint rap. I like a lot of East, like just underground, just random he was people. Going hard during COVID. Yep. So he's still going hard with some interviews and stuff. And then I like their little chat shows that they got going on. So I like their podcast. And then uh, I mean, I I used to watch Joe Rogan a lot, but he uh, fell off. I don't guess guess wise he's fell off. I don't like him guess wise as much anymore. He's bringing too many politics. I don't. That's one thing I do with my like podcast. I'm like the dude, you know. I don't like to talk politics because everyone's different. And I feel like he's done that, you know, vaccine talk and all that. Which I mean, we can talk about for a second, but you know, it's just different shit you can fish, you, you can stick on, you know. And but I love Joe Rogan. I mean, no, I I get it. I I don't fucking care what he says really, because like I don't take anybody. Like him more in the UFC. Huh? You like him more as a UFC commentator? I like him as a UFC commentator, and I like him just... I think he does really good interviews as far as, like, he'll really get at people and, like, kind of press them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, kind of get the truth out of them. Like, I liked his... I like some of his political interviews. That's something I like, actually. Like, his interview with Alex Jones, those are some of my favorites ever, just because Alex Jones is a crazy motherfucker, and he's entertaining to listen to, even though I think he's a whack job. I feel that. But, I yeah. guess just as a black man, like, you know, I don't like the... Just starting up and having a podcast to where I want to talk to guys like Joe and stuff like 
that's just you know just self respect. I just that's something I want wouldn't want to ever get into because it's a deep talk, just a deep talk. You know, I was on them lines protesting and stuff that people really, really don't realize how much that hits difference. Like after protests and oh yeah, and the mental and stuff. Like I just don't want to talk about that. You know? Oh, I get it, bro. I think one thing is is just like a lot of people haven't lived in situations where they've seen uh, that happen. Where it's like I I lit. You know what I'm saying? I. I lived around people, like, all my roommates, I, I got to watch shit happen to them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like... It's just it's just crazy, like, I could bring you around my family and you could just, without even telling you, like, hey, don't say the N-word or just, like... Just be a normal just person? Be a n- normal person, yeah. Ain't that hard, bro. Like, it ain't people, that... People, it's yeah. That's the thing to me is I don't really get it because it's never came to me as hard to be myself no like, matter what you listen to or yeah you know I've, I mean? I've never felt like i needed to present myself some sort of way every way i've ever acted is because i wanted to act that way yep whether and i accept that like there's a lot of times i acted ignorant as fuck but at the point in time that's really how i felt right and whether for right or wrong you know mm-hmm. and that's just but I never, I was, yourself, that's all that matters. you know what I'm saying? But you know, being around certain people can bring shit out of you that maybe be your negatives or like you can get, you know, group think is a thing, bro. So like if you, if you know, three, if three people is doing something fucked up and you're the fourth person, you might end up doing something fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time. That's why yeah. I don't hang around with a lot of stuff. That, so that's why you just got to be smart about how you move and who you hang around with really. Cause you don't you don't want to end up in a bad situation because some three other people are in a bad situation. You know what I'm saying? That's for real. That's why you and you can't you can't ever just you just gotta always do your own thing, man. You know what I mean? And don't disrespect. Yeah, you know I mean I don't judge nobody no more because I don't know what no. people got going on. That's know? exactly that's what I'm saying, bro. Is I I I I have a hard time judging anybody. I mean, just because you know, we fuck around and we might say some shit like, but you know, at the end of the day, like. You know, I really don't judge nobody because I, you know, we've all been through our own shits. Exactly, man. There's things I've done that, you know, what I'm saying I wish I would have never done. So, and if people can forgive me for that, then I can forgive other people for what they've done. Right. I mean, there's certain lines that are obviously lines you don't cross, and you know that's just for me to know and other people to learn. But yeah, self correction, man. As yeah, long as you know that by the age of 23. Yeah, so evolving, like, like you said, as long as you're evolving in life, man, and just know you're not too good for shit. In situations, that's that's all that matters. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you don't have like, it, whenever you're growing up, bro. Like, if if people aren't right to be around you, like, it ain't like you're in high school and shit no more. Like, you ain't, you can just stop being around people. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? There ain't no like, ex- ain't there ain't there's no excuse for you to hang around people that are making you do what's wrong well, or bringing you down in any way. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, if you trying to get money and the three people or four people, five people you hang out with the most are broke, you ain't ever getting no money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that goes for anything. If you're not, if you're trying to do something creative and the people you're hanging around are just doing some normal ass shit and never doing anything creative, you're not going to, you're not going to take yourself any farther because you're yeah. never going to have the conversations that, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's people, important. And, and that's a big topic I talk on, on, on the pod too. Like people just aren't honest no more in all situations, like relationships and sometimes and shit like that. That's why you and Ellie are so well, like. I think, you know, you guys are honest with each other, and you just grow within that. And, you know, just you and Eli, you guys are probably just honest on feelings and shit, you know? And, oh, yeah, And that's bro. why me and you are still friends, because we're just honest and straight up on, on shit we need. And, you know, we bitched at each other on shit, but that's just straight up how we feel. And at the end of the day, you know, that's just life. And at the end of the day, love is going to bring us together. You know yeah. what I mean? And growing together, and that's why 
you know, self-correction and growing together. I feel like communicating in just real fields and understanding shit, you know, going through sports and correct, you know, constru- uh, constructive criticism, people got to handle that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just different. You know, it's harder to do different. whenever you get older and you got to do it for yourself. Yeah. It's, a, it's definitely something you just, you know, just getting older. And I'm just thankful for my dad, too, you know, even though I might have bitched at him sometimes. Like, I was, he raised me, like, right to... To grow within myself mm-hmm. and understand as a man. Same with your dad, you know. Oh yeah, dude, I can't that's thank my parents enough. Since like young, you know. Oh man, it's just I don't know. It's just life deep. You yeah, know, you just start to look growing up. You just look at shit different and like really under like appreciate the people that come across and shit and like you're one of them. Oh yeah, I I definitely uh, appreciate the relationships with people and I I don't talk to anybody that I don't appreciate you know their presence like i ain't gonna like especially if i'm like coming home from oklahoma and i got a limited time here i'm not gonna spend that time doing anything other than what i want to do here you know right and that's mostly hanging around my family or being with ellie and i know you're a big family person that's why i feel like i just don't hear from you sometimes unless you got like a week or something because you really be in and out fuck here hella bro and the number one thing is is like and what i learned being in california it's like, if somebody want to see you bad enough, they'll come see you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, it, it like, I know everybody. Well, I tried to come down No, there. I you get that. You're getting your parents bad, though. Huh? In Oklahoma. Yeah. We got an extra bedroom. Oh, for real? Yeah. I'm going to come then. Yeah. Say less. Yeah, man. You ready for some swerving Q&A? Yeah. All right. Besides the two states you've already lived in in Missouri, what states would you like to reside in and why? Oh, man. Uh. I like Missouri, man. I like I like St. Louis. I think it's a cool place. I don't know about living there forever. Place I think would be dope. Uh, Colorado, I think Colorado Boulder or Denver. Uh, I don't know about either of those, man. I think I'd rather stay somewhere a little more low key. Damn. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to live in the major. I've been city. to Colorado to really like see it. Yeah, I just I think it's a it would be a a cool place. Like if if you had your own shit getting on like retiring or some shit like that, I think that'd be a dope place. Uh. Another place I'd like to live. Maybe. Mm. That's hard. I like California a lot, bro. Like, go back? I would go back to San Diego. Because you know how to do it right. Yeah, I know. I, I think San Diego would be tight. Uh, fucking Texas. What about Orange County? I, I, Orange County? Nah, I ain't dirty, about Orange County. Dirty? I don't know if it's dirty. I ain't never really hang out there much. There, I went to a couple parties there whenever Izzy was in college, but that's it. Is that where he was? Izzy was in Long Beach. Was that pretty close to Orange County? I mean, yeah, not I got crazy some guys part. out there in um, Newport want to do a podcast with me. Yeah, Newport Beach ain't far. They got a uh, they got a hemp company. They want to do a podcast. Yeah, I said, damn, it's pretty dope. Yeah, and they said they fly me out and shit. For sure, bro. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, another place I think would be cool would be like Austin, Texas, or Dallas, or Houston. I think all three of those. I uh, probably Dallas or Austin. Actually, I'm thinking about Dallas at the end. Of, I'm moving at the end, you know January. Yeah, yeah. I just. Moving in here, man, I was just like, you get in here and you just, I'd hate to move out in a year, but you just think bigger. Yeah. You know, I've done everything in St. Francis County. It's good so. to get away, man, especially if you got a plan or if you have something that you're really trying to do different. Well, this, this, and I feel like it's not really going to get to this unless I travel, you know? Yeah. So maybe stay a place or two at places, work, grind, get engaged, you know? I feel like you just got to come right there around the right person. And I'm not really, I'm not trying to get into I'm not trying to get into no deal or nothing. I just want to I I enjoy this. Yeah. You know what I mean, and like you said, you got to take that risk. And I, I, I'm at that point to where I'm doing that. You know, for sure. It's not really a risk. I just know how to handle it too. You know, my car, my detail on my cars and shit. 
I manage, you know, like I do a good job. If I'm not learning, I'm learning how to detail cars. Like I just got fired from this fucking detailing garage because this girl said I, I take too long detailing. She wanted me to push four cars detailing from eight to five. Full dirty ass inside out wash vacuum all that shit. Yeah, and I can I was doing three, cause I just crit- like critique my job and take my time. She fired me, and I was just like, well, I can just go back to work for myself and take the risk, and you know people really buy into my work. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing, and I don't know. Just gotta make sure you take care of people. There's shit bro, bigger than so, here, yeah. you know. There's just shit bigger here, and it's my time. You know, going to Minnesota and playing football, I found that out too. And there really wasn't much out there, but getting out there and getting around and I got in a relationship out there and it was just like different to like man I really can you know I feel like I can make it out out of Missouri and be alright yeah once you get away for a little while you realize that it's it's uh it ain't so hard it ain't as hard as people think to move away this is being willing to live without other things that you're used to having bro like being away you don't have those people you could call if you break down or like if you need some shit or like you need help moving a couch like you're there by yourself you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. You ain't got somebody that can help you, like, you borrow a truck. Yeah, so it's like shit like that ends up being hard because I'll tell you, I've moved out of two apartments that people lived with me, and when I moved out, they did not help me move a thing. They were just gone because, you know what I'm saying? That's Damn. just how shit happens sometimes, you know? So moving a whole apartment out by yourself is a bitch whenever you have a Chevy Cruze. <laughs> Damn, yeah, facts. Yeah. You got to figure it out, though. You got to figure it out, have Salvation Army coming and picking up shit that you wish you could keep, like, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's just like there's stressful things that come with living away, but, you know, it's life, man. You, the experiences that you gain during those times, you just got to make those worth it. Um, I asked everybody this on the pod, and I really don't know what you would answer. Would you rather have a, mil- a million dollars every year for 10 years or $10 million in one setting and why? And what would you invest in? Oh, $10 million in one setting, Bitcoin. Bitcoin? All- Easy. No, I'm diversifying in crypto, and I like give me a like maybe a million to put into real estate. Easy. I haven't got that answer yet. What would your crypto double in about three years? Oh, crypto, bro! I have I've had Bitcoin. You want to know when I was buying Bitcoin and trading Bitcoin? When'd when Bitcoin? When'd you get into it? Oh, like 2015. Damn. I was buying. I'm late. I was buying Bitcoin. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Bro. I was buying and flipping Bitcoin when it was like less than two hundred dollars. When it was like 150, I would buy it on this website called localbitcoin.com, and what I would do is I would go to the Walmart money transfer center and send some people money, and they would send me Bitcoin in return for the cash that I sent them through Walmart. And then what I would do is I would go on there on local Bitcoin and sell it through another option that was way less popular, like PayPal or something like that, and charge more for it and just make a quick 30 bucks off of Bitcoin. And I would just flip Bitcoin like that. So if I would have kept those, so if if I would have kept one Bitcoin that I had back in the day, I used to have multiples, like up to five, six Bitcoins at a time. Like I was like 15, 16. You have none now? No, I don't have no Bitcoin because what happened <laughs> oh is I had scraps of Bitcoin left over, like not a full Bitcoin, but maybe like a quarter coin left over. And whenever I moved out to San Diego, my car got broken into like one of the first weeks I lived out there and somebody stole my MacBook with my offline wallet in it. So if if that hurt. if that no Bitcoin hadn't even went up yet. Oh. So I was out there in 2016. Oh yeah, that's facts. That's facts. So no, I was flipping Bitcoin more in like 2013. I would have been fit like 15 then. So how much would you have been up? Oh, if I had the quarter coin I had right now, I'd be up 20 grand. God. Yeah. 
Damn. Dude, one of my family members got rich as fuck off Bitcoin. So are you taking the loss putting cash in and getting Bitcoin? It depends, bro. It's the so it's three, what's $300 value? Oh, $300 in Bitcoin is like a portion of a coin at this point. There's other cryptos to invest in, though. A there, portion of a coin? Is that not shit? I mean, a, bi a single Bitcoin costs $60,000 right now. It's at an all-time high. I know people that was trading Bitcoin before it hit a hundred dollars. So what's Doge? Dogecoin is a shit coin. It's just like a, <laughs> it's just something that somebody created. Really? Yeah. It was making money though. Yeah. No, I had some Doge, but I bought it at too high of a point just because my mom wanted some. I did. I wasn't so in what, on it. So there. So what's something for people to buy into now? I ain't gonna say. So the guy that puts you me on. Like Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> the guy. The kid, I have a friend that puts me on to everything that I'm on to right now, and he wouldn't want me to scream it to the world. He'd be pissed. Don't know if he'd be pissed, but like so some, just like you some shit you just got to learn on your own, bro. Like, didn't nobody tell me to trade Bitcoin? I just found that shit and started doing it. Okay, so what's these big, <laughs> what's these big things that people are building? Uh, What do you mean? Like a mining or... Uh, oh, a Bitcoin mining setup? Yeah. So basically like a gaming computer like I have. It's, you got that? Yeah, oh, I, got, okay. I got a gaming computer. But what you would set up basically the computer, it, like graphics card, it's it's basically mining Bitcoin. Like you set up all these computers. You have your own little network. I ain't going to go into all the fucking right. details of it. But having these set up, doing running this task gets you, it? Yeah, gets you a portion of Bitcoin. But it runs a fucking stupid amount of electricity. So it's like, so you would be losing. That like if I would have started mining Bitcoin whenever I was doing it, I'd be up. <laughs> like I remember that shit. Like people being like, I mine Bitcoin and like, I how well, to mine how to mine Bitcoin. To start. Huh? I got friends wanting to start. Not worth it now unless you're mining another coin. Damn. Yeah, bro. You got it. Bitcoin's for like like big players now. Like if so you, you better have been in. Yeah, like just think, if you would have bought Bitcoin a month ago, it would have been at forty thousand. Now it's at sixty, so you would have went up twenty thousand dollars off a forty thousand dollar investment, and that doesn't happen very often. It's so volatile that it's a risky investment. It's high risk, high reward. Damn. Because there's no mon, there's nothing backing these coins except for people's investments. Are you a parlay gambler? No, I don't gamble. Fucking Bitcoin's gambling. I mean. It's investing, bro. So do you ever lose? Yeah, you can lose. I took an L getting my computer stolen. Did you get in the AMC? No, I don't buy Did stocks. Oh, so that's different. Yeah. Totally different ballgame. Oh, yeah. Cryptocurrency is a lot different than stocks. Gotcha. I got a lot of reading to do. Yeah. You got to send me some links. I'm really trying to learn about it. Yeah, just, you just, I mean, I don't know all the shit to watch, really, bro. I just have a homie that puts me on tough that makes money well, like doing it. homie's like a bookie and the, the, you got like, your gambling is the fucking, the Bitcoin or whatever. You got a homie that fucks you. Yeah. This is what to, what to get. On to what to get and when. Yeah. Because, like, I listen to Impulsive a lot and Logan and Mike, they talk about that a fuck ton. Like, they say they got a dude that, and this guy calls like a bunch of big celebrities and they'll all be like in the Zoom. There's a big money rollers in there and they just he tells them all to hit one thing and like shit just goes Pew! yeah bro i got somebody that that has me put on to a i'll tell you after the podcast what he right, put bet, me on to but bet, like bet, bet. yeah um celeb crush ask everybody oh man uh 
shit. That's hard, man. Uh, maybe M- Mila Kunis. Oh yeah, yep. Still, she's still bad. Yeah, man. I mean, that's just thinking like I ain't had no celebrity crush in a minute. Maybe like Zoe Kravitz. She's bad as fuck. Mm-hmm. I asked everybody else two movies for the people to watch right now. Zendaya. There you go. Oh, she is bad. She is bad. Did you watch <laughs> Euphoria? Nah. Yes, you need to watch it. Uh, HBO. I got it. I got it's HBO. Bad. Um, two movies for the people to watch right now, or series that you have watched, maybe through COVID times or. Oh man, uh, the fucking fuck, dude! I'd have to. I'm gonna look it up real quick. <laughs> it's a movie about mushrooms on Netflix. Like, oh, the, how to grow? Is it like the documentary? It's a documentary. And we can talk about that. Fantastic Fungi, one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite movies that's came out is Fantastic Fungi. Uh, What series? Shit, I ain't watched a bunch of series, bro. Uh, Give me two movies or whatever. Oh, I'm gonna watch that. Now you say that. Go watch that Godzilla versus King Kong. I watched that on eight eight the shrooms, dude. I was gone. This dude, this was like a week when I moved in here. God, that shit dropped. I was like, damn, look, ate the shrooms, yeah. look, look, this brick was going nuts. Yeah. Dude, I was just like, and you know the scene when he's falling through the rocks and stuff? Yeah, and comes dude, out on the other side of the world oh with my, all the big animals. Oh, my God. It shit made no sense at all, but it was lit for some reason. Dude, the best shroom trip ever. Yeah. I was gone. It was, dude, it was just a great, this breaks me going off with this. Yeah, dude, they got some comes to life. some crazy fucking crazy textures on the wall. I'd be out there, dude. It was a great time. Yeah, bro. Um, dude, yeah, that was a good movie. I might have to go rewatch that now. Um, oh, would you say that shrooms are the the new medicine and therapy? I think that mushrooms can be extremely beneficial to people that uh, are ready for them. First of all, if you're going to take a dose that makes you trip, and I think microdosing can be helpful to a lot of people that as well. want to step into it? Because there's one really interesting thing that I learned about mushrooms is that, like, so, you know, whenever you have a bad experience in life and then you cre- you connect that experience with the feeling that you've had. So that's like what pe- people with PTSD have. So people that's like lost people that's really close to them or had traumatic experiences or being robbed at gunpoint or had shit like that happen to them, they'll connect a certain like situation with a feeling. So the one thing that shrooms do that no other thing on this earth does, and it's been proven through rats, is that it helps create new synapses in your brain. So basically you're creating new neurological pathways for you to have different like you ain't going to have that same reaction. So like, say you were abused by your husband or something, you wouldn't like, there's ways that you could use shrooms to get over your PTSD of that by, they would help you create new neurological pathways. That way you ain't always connecting men with that situation Damn. or like situations like something? that. Huh? You want to hear something? Sure. So after my aunt passed away, my close, my dad's like first sister, like that was like, Big that like it was just big hit on me like it was a week after Durante passed away the kid that got shot down here yeah and it was just like big hit on me and had like four grams and I for, I forgot country days is even going on yeah so I was like I was like man I just I was like I need to eat some shrooms you know and but I really didn't feel like I was there in that headspace because my aunt had just died I thought yeah. I would just be in that thinking of like 
you know, thinking of the, you know, my auntie Connie and just getting sad and stuff. And me, me taking psychedelics, I never, I never had that thought of taking psychedelics. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah, it never I, happened to no, me. No, I just like, you just get bad thoughts and you just start thinking, you know, you just start like getting deep. You get shit. sad. I, the most I've ever had happen to me is I got really sad. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. Not like, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't, yeah. it was just like normal thought. It normal was like. Sad. So look, I got in the shower. I ate these shrooms. I woke up. It was five, five, five. I said, oh, fuck. Country days, <laughs> room, took a shower, and dude, they start hitting hard. They like hitting hard, bro. I laid in my bed and I just start thinking of my auntie Connie. And it would, dude, literally, like, so the sun was going down, like, the way the lights and shit were hitting in here, like, she was in this bitch, dude. I swear to God. And she was just going, Do you good? I'm gonna be good. D. It was just like her voice, you know, yeah. just like telling me, like, shit's gonna be good. Like, don't, you know, just go on and just be good. Yeah. And, I went to Country Days and had like a blast, bro. Like I walked, I was had my shades on. I walked down, drove down. I was going to get a turkey leg. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was like, damn, I just want a turkey leg. <laughs> went down, we have no turkey legs. First day, I was like, fuck. Yeah. I was like, fuck. You know, just in my mind, just, yeah. and I got, I was okay over that though. Yeah. Then I walked. I was like tripping. I was tripping hard. Went in cousins, you know, the front way. You got to pay a ten dollar cover. Yeah. And then I'm like, I start walking through there. My, I just see like, you know, just. The town and stuff. The Seeing a bunch of drunk people while yeah, you're tripping like, really has you not in a good head yeah, like, You be thinking I'm these black, people are dumb I'm as black, hell. Yeah, I'm black. <laughs> I got this protest shirt on. I'm like, yeah, I need to get out of here. Like, <laughs> guys, like, it's just like this ain't this town ain't for me. That's what I was feeling. And I I walked to my boy. Uh, I walked to my boy's house, and he lives like right on the corner. And I went back there on his porch. I can literally walk on his fucking porch and smoke, and he wouldn't even care. Yeah. So that's why I started doing. It. The sun was coming down. It was just pink, bro, and it was just like a good evening. Yeah. I started playing that Pierre, and like, it was just it was just a good time. Yeah. You know I mean, I was Hella. tripping hard, and but my aunt just told me that was that trip. Like she just told me shit was gonna be okay. Yeah. So I know what you mean. I know what you mean. For it sure. can be healing, man. That's what I'm saying. So like, it, but if you weren't ready for an experience like that, then you wouldn't. It might scare you. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's the number one thing is I don't think it's for everybody. It's you know not. what I'm saying? And but don't try to have someone else's trip. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Have your own. And, and the number one thing I feel like is like I tried psychedelics at a young age, but I always knew kind of like I, what I wanted to get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I uh, knew that it opened my mind the first time I did it too. But it isn't like it. it isn't like some – like movie open your mind to oh my gosh you're now the smartest person ever it just no. it like makes you more empathetic towards things that are happening in people you uh, know what i'm saying I, like for example mike tyson said after his dmt trip he don't even kill bugs anymore and i'll tell you the truth bro is like it's like i i know exactly what he feels like like i used to never have a feeling like oh i'm killing a spider or anything like that like like any kind of sadness about it, bro. But I get exactly what he means by like you're taking a life away, and that's why I like I like fishing for meat that I'm gonna eat. I like hunting for food that I'm gonna eat. You know what I'm saying? Because like if you are gonna partake in those kind of activities, like there's like a way that like the Indians and like Native Americans. My bad, that was fucked up. <laughs> but like Native Americans in different places, like they 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 eat these animals and they did it for the reason of surviving. And like, there's a difference between doing that and like just going out and fucking ki- I'm gonna kill me a fucking deer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's like a, you know what I'm saying? It is fun. You know what I'm saying? And there's a sport behind it. But also I think like, you know, like there ain't no use in just shooting shit to not eat. You no, know what I'm saying? That. And <clears throat> it's not for everyone. And 
And I know that's a lot different than killing bugs, obviously. But that's like, I don't really feel much remorse if a bug is in my fucking house. But like, if I'm outside, I'm not going to step on a bee. Yeah, or I'm no, not going to fucking kill a wasp yeah. outside. Right, right. But like, if some shit ends up in my house, like I'm not, if it was a bee, I wouldn't try killing it. But like, if it's a wasp in my house, I'd probably try killing it. You know what I'm saying? Or like a spider in my house. Like, if it's a poisonous one, I'm going to move that motherfucker and kill it. <laughs> but like, I get, you know what I'm saying? Like, there is a certain respect you should have for all things on Earth. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're eating them or not. Like, no, for sure. And, um, yeah. That's why I have no respect for people that abuse animals or treat them wrong or fucking overfeed them and make them fat as fuck or anything like that, bro, because that's a living thing. Or like, cut tails and shit. Yeah, like, I think certain shit like that is this, like, I don't know, man. Like, it's Let it's it still a living thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I should treat that. it right. Especially, that's, yeah. For sure. I feel that. If you had the, if you were stranded on the island for, let's say, like a month or so, and you only got to take five albums, what are you taking? Oh, uh, Days Before Rodeo, uh, Long Live ASAP, uh, Cushion Orange Juice, Graduation, Yeezus. That's a fire five. That was the quickest five ever picked. Yeah. That's your favorite five ever? Some of them. Yeah. Five that I five me, I could me, five me, that I me, could listen. That's five I could listen to wait. all the way through without me, getting tired of. Give me your six man and uh, two reserves. What do you mean on the albums? Oh, uh, MTV Unplugged Nirvana live album, and uh, what's another one? Mm, uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Over, 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 uh, damn. Yeah. Damn. Good Cat Mad City is the first legendary album I ever, li- like, first album I listened to. I bought it physically. I don't know why I ordered it. I was not a Kend- huge Kendrick Lamar fan before it, but I ordered it because of the hype. And it was one of the first, I remember listening to it on my at- at laptop and being like, wow, he is, uh, like, unreal. Kendrick's fire. Like, I had the deluxe version, bro. I love all the deluxe love songs. King. I love Baby Keem goes crazy, bro. <laughs> He's hard. Yeah. He's hard. Stupid hard. I was listening to Baby Keem on the way over here. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite Keem song? Uh, I like... Orange fuck, Soda's fire. Orange Soda goes crazy, bro. Fucking shit. I like... I like South Africa. I haven't heard that. South Africa. Oh, album? Yeah, new shit. Yeah, album yeah, 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 yeah. Fire. That whole album hit. That whole album hit. Did you hear that Kenny... So I didn't even know Kendrick was leaving Top Dog. Yeah, he's the last album on it. Yeah, I didn't even know he had his own album, The Pinnacle or something. Yeah. I didn't even know that, his own label. Yeah. That's dope. And then fucking Keem signed to it. Yeah. That's tough. They're related. I know. Yeah. But that's, I guess Kendrick, he's about to get the bag. Stupid bag. He's done, though. I think he's just done. He'll make music. You think? I think he'll still make music. Dude, it's been three years, two years. Hey, shit happens, bro. He'll he'll put out some fire shit. You I just, mean, Nip died too. I bet that fucked him up. He ain't got no reason. Like he ain't he ain't got a reason to put out music right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't like he needs the money or like. But whenever he puts it out, like I mean, shit. Every time he drops, people go crazy. People right. went crazy for Range Brothers. You know, Family Ties. People went crazy for that. That was tough. I love all the twisted. Um, what would you go back and tell your 18 year old self? Oh, fucking. Chill out on the drugs. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Save your money, bro. Dude. You feel like you'd be up, more up? Oh, bro. 
unexplainable amount of money that I've wasted on my life. Yeah. For sure. Said, yeah. yeah. So that's the, because if I had, if I would have used all that money and invested it into my clothing brand or fuck, then I would be a way different place than I am now. But you can't live in regret, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. But there's a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. That'd probably be the number one thing, but I wouldn't have listened. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Nobody could have told me shit at 18 that I was going to, you couldn't have told me nothing. For sure. You just got to. I was already getting my own money at that point for a couple years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. You were up. Yeah, like. You weren't struggling. I was not. I had, like, so I. Once we figured it out, we were good. I mean, we just always been hustlers. Yeah. So whether it was shoes or clothes or whatever, I was always up. So I was, I don't know. Like, there wasn't, yeah, like I said, there wasn't nothing you could have told me when I was 18 that I would have listened to. I listened to the people I, like, ran around with. You know what I'm saying? Like. The people I hung out with, we rode for each other, and that was about it, bro, at the time. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was more naive and believing people for what they said when I was 18. You know what I'm saying? I took a lot more people for their word. But, I mean, that gets you some places really well, and it kicks you in the ass sometimes too. You know what I'm saying? I got relationships with people that I would have never had if I wouldn't have been that way because I was a giving person. Right. And I still am to this day. And I give to my friends, but, like, you know, there's people that fuck me over for that exact reason too. Right, I feel yeah. that for sure. Um, what else is there to mention? Oh, just uh, shout out! What you got? Any shout outs? Fucking wrap shit up. Shit! Shout out to Eli, man, for always fucking motivating me to keep making clothes. He always comes through with the hottest designs, man. Me and him, he he might work on mixed emotions more than me, bro. He might be more of mixed emotions than me. I ain't gonna lie. That's how hard he be going. That's yeah, bro. So I can't I can't give a shout out to him enough, bro, because I just want everybody to know and recognize the shit that he be putting into the brand just because he don't be on social media as much like that. He's got, yeah, he got the, the baby and stuff, too. Yeah, he bro. Baby but he be doing his thing, fucking supporting his family and still grinding Grind. on the clothing shit full I time. With, I golfed with Zay today. Yeah. Yeah. We were golfing. It was a good time. For sure. Golf, dude. I just I don't know. It's just that's my new therapy. I just like, you know, I just it's just fun. Oh, yeah, bro. Just seeing yourself get better. Man. Because my dad, I used to be like, man, fuck golf. It's you a grind. Me? Dude, I used to be like, fuck golf. Me and my dad went to, we took me to Florida, Miami. First yeah. time we ever went to Miami for my uh, 24th. And he was like, come on, D. He was like, go golf with me, man. I was like, dad, I was like, that shit, I was like, I don't golf. Like, yeah. it's stupid. And we just went out there and we both sucked and it was just fun. Yeah. And, but the boys, like, back home loved it. You know, like, they love golfing. Just having that first fun, like, with my dad, like, I was just like, damn, man, this sports really is fun. And yeah. So, like, just coming home and doing the range in my own time, and it's just better than sitting in the house and thinking, you know, go spend $15 and fucking golf 18 or something. For sure. And it just feels good. Like, I just, I fuck with golf. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fun sport, man. I used to play with my grandpa all the time. I fuck with golf. Do you golf, uh, did your dad golf? No, he's got arthritis real bad, and his damn. shoulder's fucked up. Damn. From pitching? <laughs> Uh, life too, you know what I'm saying? Probably from pitching. His right shoulder's probably fucked up from pitching. That's legit. Yeah. Damn, bro. I feel like, I, feel like I, I gotta get a grinder in about a year because I might get ar- fucking arthritis from breaking down this fucking weed. Yeah, no, I feel that, bro. I'm by the hand gang, though. I don't fuck with grinders. Me neither. Never believe them. No. Too, they break it up too fine. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking blunt bleed codes and shit. That's why if you use grinders and your blunt's not smoking well, you just quit using grinders. Yeah, dude, that's, that's a fact. It. Grinders are for joints. Yes. Joints and bowls only. Oh, that's the question I was going to ask. If you could ask me something today, what would it be? 
Shit, bro. I don't know. That's a hard one. Who 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 do you want to have on your podcast that hasn't been on it yet? Um, I don't know. I just got. I feel like, like, what do you mean, like around here? Yeah, just whoever, bro. Um, I'd like to have Elijah on. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in a while, and I'd like to have Jug on. Yeah, that'd be cool. I was like, you brought him up in the co- the the topic, and then I just thought about that. Like, damn, it'd be good topics. Um, besides this, people like we know. Uh, damn, that's a good question. Really, just don't think like that. <laughs> I like the I like people that engage and like, hey man, I want to have a pod or something. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more of that nowadays, and a lot more of, hey, I fuck with the pod, and you know, uh, I'm just like, I'm just like real, tr- like, I, I rather instead of fucking having twenty minute conversation at Walmart, I'd just rather be like, hey, what's up? You know, if, if I run into somebody or someone that. I've never met and really want to conversate with. Just hey, come jump my pod. Yeah. So I'm really like open to anybody, really. Okay. Like, and see anybody like, you can I'm get not, a good conversation with, huh? Yeah, I'm not stingy. You know what I mean? I don't want to ever be like that. You know? Yeah. Because like I said, after season three drop, I'm just this will be the last season drop. I'm about to just start cooking. Okay. So. No matter who, whoever. Hell yeah, bro. Because everyone I talk to and then I tell I have a pod and my majors in communications, they're like, you do have a good radio voice. So <laughs> like. I don't even try to be. I'm just being me, you know, just yeah. enjoying the conversation, you know. No, I have fun, yeah. man. That's all you can do, you know, and be consistent. Be consistent. I've learned that, you know. You can't drop a pod in a week and do it three weeks. You know, gotta yeah, you got to stay on schedule, man. Yeah. That's so true. That's the one thing I've learned to do, and I it's cool to go back and watch the pods from when I first started in, like, college doing a few years ago and see where I'm at now. I'm like, damn, maybe this does have true potential. Yeah. So just be, being me. Yeah, for sure, bro. So. I really don't know, but I guess I can really. I try to figure that out. That's hard to get guests, you know, because Instagram's a hard game. Instagram people, people might be time to try the TikTok, bro. Yeah, new I, crowd, new so. people. You're right. You're right. That's a fact, bro. I need to get on that shit too, bro. I just feel like I'm old. Yeah. What? Now be last question. What could you do better as like being an entrepreneur? What could I do better? Uh, work uh more on a schedule, like. But it also takes having things to do on a schedule. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like doing the same thing every day. I, as far as, like, I could – a routine. There you go. Having a routine. I don't have a like solid – do this for a certain amount of time then go do this? I got ADHD like a motherfucker, yeah, bro. Yeah, bouncing around. I'm rough with a yeah. routine. But if I could stay on a routine better – I try. I have a routine somewhat. You're getting better. But if I could make it, like, a set-in-stone routine and really stick to it and, like, not let things falter that, I think things would go better. But that's just, that's, you know, shit to work on. That is shit to work on. That's what's up, man. I think I, uh, I feel like I'm good with the routine. What could I do less? I'll get better at it. I'll get an entrepreneur in me. Wanting to do it some days. I hate Monday. Yeah. See, I don't think of any day any <laughs> different. I work every day. Like, whenever, I, like, so I, 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 I always have something to do every day. Except whenever I'm on little vacations like I am right now. Like, me and my dad, he won't make me do shit, like, while I'm, like, visiting home, visiting right. my grandparents and shit, visiting my family. So, I've had a little break here for the last probably 10 days. But other than that, we pretty much do shit every day. That's what's up. So, but it don't feel like, for me, it don't feel like a ton of work, man. It just feels like what I should be doing. Right. Yeah. So, I think working on something that you're passionate about, like, and then seeing really my, work. yeah, and seeing my pops be so passionate about it, too, drives me yeah. Love you too. Love you too, homie.
This is Sos. This is episode one of season three. Hey, we out this bitch. Yep, Swerving Podcast. It.